you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today we are talking about Week 17. Week 17 is complete. We have just one left, one week left in the regular season. Folks, where does the time go? It's 2024 now. A new year has come. Uh, you know, it's just... It's incredible. You know, it's incredible that, you know, basically we're done with another season. Uh, it's so much fun doing this. I, I love doing it. I hope, you know, for however, however many of you are listening, I hope you enjoy it as well. For the second to last time in this 2023-2024 NFL regular season, let's jump into it. All right. The Browns defeated the Jets on Thursday Night Football 37-20. to And Flacco Mania is officially here. So with this win, the Browns officially have now clinched a playoff spot. And are I don't know if are they locked into the 5 seed NFL playoff picture. I believe they are locked into the 5 seed, if I'm correct. I think that they are. Okay, so... Cleveland, they are 11 and 5. So I think that there's a chance they could end up as the sixth seed. If Buffalo beats Miami I and Cleveland loses, I don't know how that works. Now, it's interesting. If Buffalo beats Miami and Cleveland wins, Miami would be not the five seed, but actually the sixth seed, which is insane. Uh, and we'll get to that a little, a little bit later. But because it's all intertwined, we all have to talk about it around the same time. But anyways, Cleveland has done a great job this season. They've just, they've just kept it rolling. Um, they looked really good against the Jets. Obviously, it's evident that the Jets just they need a quarterback. This they can't continue to uh, to play like this. You know, uh, they just need a quarterback. I know a lot of people are attacking their defense and stuff like that. But for me, I, I, I view it as, listen, this is a defense that has played well all season and they've done so under extremely difficult circumstances, right? And so I think that over time, you know, that lack of an offense really does wear and tear on a defense. So I, I'm going to give the Jets defense, I think that they're much better than what they've played like this season. I am not concerned whatsoever about them next season. I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, assuming, again, health, injuries, all that stuff is, uh, 
is the same, but for me, you know, it's just what 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 have the what the Browns have done have just been has just been incredible. I think that they really can go far. I mean, looking at the other games this weekend, to me, I really think that this Browns team can go far. Um, you know, I I, I really believe in them. Uh, David and Joku's playing really well, and the Browns won, by the way, without Amari Cooper. So they've been, you know, they've been looking really, really good. And you know, I just, it, I just think that they can go far. I mean, you look at other, the other teams in the AFC. At this point, it's probably, probably, I want to say, probably going to be Cleveland against Jacksonville, uh, but. And I think that's a really favorable matchup for them. I mean, four versus five, I think that they'll probably come out. And then they get to play Baltimore, a team that they've already defeated this season. I mean, Baltimore's only lost three games, and uh, Cleveland was one of those. I get that was earlier on in the season. But listen, Cleveland has a very viable way to get to the AFC Championship and further. Uh, Again, they can beat Jacksonville. I know that they can beat Baltimore because they already've done it. And then, you know, again, they've, they have they play Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, one of those teams. They can definitely definitely win a game against any of those teams, I think, because I think Baltimore is the best team. All right, the Cowboys defeated the Lions 20-19, uh, and the Lions were completely robbed in this game. So this game has serious implications because at this point, uh, Detroit is – Pretty much locked into the three seed. There's a possibility they could end up as the two seed uh, if Dallas and Philadelphia both lose. Detroit will end up as, and Detroit wins. They would end up as a two seed. But essentially, at this point, that's it. There's just there's there's no possibility for them to get the two seed, which is really sad because they really should have won this game. Uh, you know, obviously, I wasn't a big fan of the two point conversion call. However, to me, it's like it worked the first time, and obviously the refs completely mishandled that entire situation, which is extremely disappointing to see, uh, especially in a game as big as this. But it showed me two things. It showed me that the Lions can contend. They didn't play a great game. I think Jared Goff, again, you know, he's had a couple games like this this season where he has just not played well enough. And legitimately, if the Lions – if Jared Goff had played better for the Lions, a little bit, they would have not only won this game, but they would have won it handily. Uh, I just, I can't, I can't ride the Cowboys. You know, to me, this is a game that they should have lost at home. They didn't play particularly well. Um, I didn't think Dak Prescott played particularly well. Mike McCarthy, again, another huge coaching mistake to allow, first off, to even allow uh, the Lions have enough time on the clock. They could have ran the ball instead of throwing for it, number one. And then number two, the fact that Dallas goes into prevent defense and then lets up an easy touchdown. I mean, it wasn't even close. You knew as soon as Dallas came out in their defensive posture that this team was absolutely going to going to cook. I mean, that is literally what happened. Um, Dan Campbell... Just he, I, I think after the first one didn't happen, although it should have worked and it didn't, you just got to kick the field goal. Just kick the field goal at that point. I know there were you know, another penalty that happened, but kicked at, after the first one it is called off due to a penalty or whatever, just kick the field goal and go to overtime. That's something that he has to learn. He's a little too aggressive, 
And I get that that's gotten them this far, but I, I just, I, you know, in big games like that, those decisions mean a lot. Um, so, you know, I, I think that that's something to definitely keep a note of. And, and he needs to change because the Lions, they're going to face, you know, they're going to face potentially the Rams at home, which is a big matchup. I mean, I think, I don't know if it's necessarily locked in that it is the Rams, but they're going to face the Rams or the Packers, one of those two teams. And that's going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, so, yeah. All right. Sunday, the Bears defeated the Falcons 37-17. to It is officially time to fire Arthur Smith. Um, he is just He's just not very good. He's just not a good head coach. He doesn't use his, his players well. I think the scheming is actually okay, but he is just not head coach material in the NFL. The Falcons... You know, again, they had the second easiest schedule in the NFL, you know, completely bungled the entire situation. They're still technically alive for the playoffs, but they basically need everybody to lose, I think is how. No, 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 sorry. It's not even that. They need Tampa Bay to lose. They need New Orleans to lose, and they need to win. And I think they play New Orleans. So I think if they beat New Orleans, let me check this, Falcons. Do they play? I think they play New Orleans. Yeah, so they play the Saints. So they need to beat the Saints, and they need Tampa Bay to lose to the Panthers, and they would win the division. But that is just, it's just not going to happen. So um, or at least, you know, I, I would give it a 1% chance that the Falcons have a chance at making the playoffs. And even if they do, they're going to get well-upped at home by the, by the Eagles. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I think Justin Fields is looking good. I mean, listen. I have been very impressed with what Chicago has been able to do these past, you know, four or five weeks. I thought this is a team that was dead in the water. And you look at them recently. I mean, they've won four of their last six games, five of their last seven. Uh, they played, a, you know, in, in their last, whatever, six, seven games, right? The last game, they beat the Falcons. They beat the Cardinals. These are by multiple scores. Well, not one score games, multiple score games. They lose to the Browns by three. Browns are clearly a very good team. And that was in, in Cleveland. Uh, they beat the Lions by 15. They beat the Vikings. They lose to the Lions in Detroit by five. They beat the Panthers, and they lose to the Saints by a touchdown. So these last few weeks, they've been very, very good. I I, I really think that the Bears, you know, they need to consider their options. I'm going to put out a whole episode on what, you know, my the pros and cons of keeping, versus, you know, of keeping Justin Fields and, and kind of what the situation could be if they decide to, uh, to not keep him. I think that's really the the situation, um, but I think I think there's definitely a case that he should be quarterback one next year. Uh, the Falcons clearly need a new quarterback. You could see them definitely trading up in the draft. I could see them going out to get a guy like Kirk Cousins, uh, but search search the head coach, and uh, he needs to go. I'm glad that the Falcons are basically out of it. They do not deserve to be in the playoffs at all. All right, the Colts defeated the Raiders 23-20. to You know, this is a weird game. You didn't really see it that much on red zone. The Colts did end up winning it. Um, but it was a weird game for sure. It wasn't – it was a weird game. It was a weird game. But the Colts did enough. Listen, this is a team that, you know, I think they have – they have multiple – no, I mean, they don't have multiple scenarios. They have one, 
scenario in which that they can make the playoffs. And that is they are, well, if they win, they are in. Um, there is a scenario in which, so Pat, Pittsburgh makes it, if Jacksonville loses and the Steelers win, they are in the playoffs no matter what. That is how they make the playoffs. If the if Jack Jacksonville has to lose and they play against the Titans. So that'll be an interesting game. The Steelers play against the Ravens. That'll be a very interesting game. Um as I said, so yeah, I mean, you know, the Colts, listen, they have a win and in scenario. They play the Texans. I mean, that's a huge game next week, but Listen, they've they've done quite a bit this season to get to where they are. Um, you know, credit to Gardner Minshew, he's been playing good football. You know, Las Vegas has been a mixed bag of the season. They're you know they're seven and nine. They're gonna finish, you know, close to five hundred. They could finish eight and nine or seven and ten. They're gonna finish you know around there. Um, you know, that's a very respectable season for this team, but they have a lot of questions in the off season quarterback, coach, they just have a lot of things to go through, but just your kind of standard NFL game. All right, the Rams, if you did the Giants, 26 to 25. You know, this was such a weird game. And this is why I'm not a big fan of the Rams, and I really haven't been. I think that they have a great running game and all that, but their defense is just, just not very good. It just isn't. Uh, and it really hasn't been all season. And and that is my biggest concern with this team. Because offensively, they're not as potent as they were in the Super Bowl year. And defensively, they're not as good. So, for me, I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't sit here and say, hey, you know, this... This Rams team is anything special right now. I mean, it's not like the Giants are playing particularly good football before that, but you know the the Rams they give up a, a you know they give up a silly little punt return for a touchdown. Rams probably should have lost this game too. I mean, it was a really horrible pass on uh, by Tyro Taylor on the two point conversion. I mean, if they convert that, we're talking about a whole different situation here, where you know now the Rams are. Eight and eight and blah 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 blah. So it's just it's a really interesting scenario. Um, yeah, I mean that, that it really comes down to the fact that the Rams just they're not as good as what they were. They're still going to be in the playoffs. They're gonna be competitive, but just I can't. I think especially against a good run team like Detroit, I think that they're really gonna struggle. Like that's gonna be a tough game for them. So, you know, Giants are still playing hard, and and I think that Dable is a good head coach, but he needs a quarterback. I mean, simply put, if you don't have a quarterback, it's a it's a tough league to play in, and and the Giants right now really don't have a quarterback. So, you know, that that's that's pretty much all I can say. All right, the Texans defeated the Titans. Yes, that's right. 26-3. Great game from C.J. Stroud. This is pretty much a must-win game. Pretty much a must-win game for... I mean, not necessarily a must-win game, but it's good to get good to get back in the win column. It wasn't even close. Texans dominated. 
all week long. I think that CJ Stroud should be the offensive rookie of the year. It's either him or Puka Nakua at this point. Um, they've both been both been stellar. It's just tough. I mean, they've both been very good. If CJ Stroud manages to beat the Colts in week 18, get himself into the playoffs, I I could definitely see uh I could definitely see CJ Stroud, you know, being the offensive rookie of the year. I mean, that would make the Texans 10 and 7, which is just I mean, that's that's a really really strong record. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you know, we learned that the Titans again. Team needs a reset. I think they've tried to do this little thing where they are they're not a, you know completely breaking it up and blowing it up. They're kind of half 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 maneuvering it. Uh, they need to go full force into this. This thing needs a complete and utter gut. Quarterbacks need to go. Wide receiver. Everyone needs to go. It, Tennessee is not a viable team. Their offensive line blows. Um, you know, it's just the Titans are a real mess right now. All right, the Bills defeated the Patriots 27 to 21. You know, I knew this would be a closer game. I mean, the 14 point spread was ridiculous. Uh, this is what's concerning about Buffalo. They just, the last two weeks, they just haven't looked very good against the worst two teams in the AFC. I mean, the Chargers and Patriots are the worst two teams in the AFC. They are the bottom two teams in the AFC. They have combined nine wins on the season. And they're 9-23. and 23. And the Bills have beat these teams in relatively close one-score games. And, and if the Patriots don't have a boneheaded quarterback named Bailey Zappi who turns the ball over, you know, three times, Buffalo might lose this game. And now Buffalo is now going to going into a scenario where they are a win and in, uh, not only a win and in, but they are win and win the division. Where if you know there is a scenario, by the way, folks, where if they lose against the Dolphins and the Jaguars, and I think the Steel, someone has a head to head, Bills. Buffalo Bills. Where are they? So they have a they have a very weird scenario. Because they I think they have there is a scenario out there. I don't know exactly what it is, but there is a scenario where if the Bills lose and I think if the Steelers, Jaguars and I don't know if it has to be – I mean, obviously, one of the Colts or Texans will win, but I don't know if it has to be both. There's a scenario out there where if Buffalo loses, they miss the playoffs. So it's actually – it's a very weird because Buffalo is in a scenario in their in the last week of the season where they have the opportunity to win the division and they can also miss the playoffs at the same time. Both are possible. Um, so that's very weird. I think – you know, again, this is just, it's the Buffalo, Buffalo is just not, they're, they don't really have it. They're not in stride right now. Their run game, I thought they had figured it out. That was just a tease. Um, you know, Diggs is just not playing very well. Josh Allen's, you know, continuing to turn the ball over. I think he has the, uh, I think he has the highest amount of turnovers in the NFL right now. Or maybe the highest amount of interceptions. 
He certainly has a lot. I'm just going to pull it up right now. Yeah, I think, yeah, he has 16 interceptions. I mean, he's probably going to throw one in week uh, <laughs> in week 18. So he'll have 17 interceptions on the season. Uh, by the way, his, you know, his stats for the Patriots game was, I mean, it was abysmal. He was 15 for 30, 169 yards, and an interception. His quarterback rating was 53. So yeah, he was he was pretty he was pretty freaking bad. Um, he did have two rushing touchdowns, but those are from short yardage. So um, yeah, and Chad Ryland blows. I mean, he might be the worst kicker I've ever seen. He's missed eight or nine kicks this season. I know one of them didn't count because there was a penalty, but in my mind, I'm still counting it because he didn't know that it wasn't going to count, and he still missed it. I mean, he's he's horrible. He really is. He really is bad. Um, there's just there's no excuse for there's no excuse for you know a player like him to even be in the NFL. He's 15 for 24 in the season. He's just he's awful. He really is a garbage kicker. And I hope he's not on the Patriots next year. Yep, that's all I have to say. All right, the Cardinals defeated the Eagles. I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable that the Eagles, they, they, their last three weeks, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. We said this multiple times. We said if the Eagles went out, if they beat the Giants, Cardinals, and the Giants again, they are not only in the playoffs, but they win the division and are probably the two seed or maybe the three seed. No, they would have been the two seed. They would. They, I think they would have been the two seed. Because they have the head-to-head over the lines. The Eagles are just – they have completely fallen apart. Their their coaching looks bad. Their play calling is horrible right now. That's what's really concerning about the Eagles. Their play calling is terrible. And they're not really throwing the football, which, you know, it's got me concerned if Jalen Hurts is injured or if they've just completely lost confidence. In I mean, this was a guy who was an MVP candidate last year. And they are just not serious right now. I mean, they – they are looking like they could get walloped in the wild card round because this team, they just can't figure it out offensively. Defensively, they're not particularly good either. I mean, they let up 35 points to the Cardinals, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Cardinals have four wins on the season. Um, as a Patriots fan, I'm incredibly happy that the Cardinals won this game because that's going to worsen their draft position. But this is a disaster for the Eagles. This is a – we are officially at DEFCON 5 or what, whatever the high is. I think either – I don't know which – I don't know how the, the order goes if DEFCON 1. How does that work? It's DEFCON levels. Okay, we are at DEFCON 1. That is that is the, the, the highest state of readiness. Um. Yeah, so we are officially at DEFCON 1 with this team. Uh, it, is, it is a complete uh, – it is a complete five-alarm fire right now in Philly. Uh, I've lost complete confidence in this team. It is just – it's a disaster for Philly. I don't know if they're going to – I mean, for me, I think in Week 18 they have to play their starters. I think they have to. Because if you don't play your starters, your last taste of the season – is a loss against the Cardinals. And then you probably lose against the Giants if you don't play your starters, right? So I think you have to at least start your starters for 
for half the game. You have to play them. And th- this team was probably going to be in a scenario where they probably didn't have to do that. And now they do. Uh, you know, listen, this was the best the Cardinals have looked all season. There is hope for this team, They but they have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of ground to go between this team going from 4-12 and 12 to being playoff contender. And they're just, they're not there yet. They're, you know, they're three or four, they're about four or five games, really. I mean, difference. I mean, they need to change the results of four or five games, and they were not close in four or five games. Um. The Eagles are definitely a better team than this, but they're just, they're not showing it. They're not showing it. And that's what's concerning because, you know, listen, come playoff time, you would like to ride the hot hand. And teams that are cold, generally, they fall apart. All right, the Saints defeated the Bucks. We have time for this one. We do okay. We have plenty of time. All right, the Saints defeated the Bucks 23 to 13. Honestly, I don't know what happened. I don't know. This is a game that you think to yourself, the Bucs are absolutely 125% going to win this game. And then they don't. Um, I don't know why Tampa decided to take... I, I, it, it, listen, if they actually legitimately played this game and they just lost, then they're just not as good as we thought. Well, then they're just not as good they've been playing the past few. I mean, they were the hottest team in the NFL. If they did this on purpose, well, they were winning in anyway. So why don't you go out and win against the Saints and then you can just rest your shot? I don't know. I still think the Bucs are going to win the division. They play Carolina, I believe, Oh, okay. So it's in Carolina, but Carolina is the worst team in the NFL. Do we already talk about Carolina? We haven't talked about them. I think they're up next, actually, though. No, they're they're. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Tampa Bay. I think they're still looking good for a playoff spot, but really not in not a good performance at all. Um, I can't really judge this game because I don't really know how to value the Saints. I mean, listen, good win for the Saints, I guess, but. They don't control their own destiny. They have to be. They're rooting for the Panthers, really. Um, and they got to take care of business against the Falcons anyway. So, I, I generally, I think that Tampa Bay is going to win this division. The Saints would need a lot to happen. Uh, they would need to win. And they would need Tampa Bay to lose to the worst team in the NFL, which is probably not going to happen. I think the Saints probably have like a 5% chance I'd give them. Um. Atlanta's at one, and I think Tampa Bay's got. I think Tampa Bay's got it covered. Um, what was I gonna say? Okay, uh, yeah, we're not gonna cover this game anymore because it doesn't really have any playoff implications as long as you know Bucks take care of business. Otherwise, then we're talking about it next week, and we're 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 harping, and I mean harping on. Uh, harping on the Bucks for blowing that game. All right. We are going to take a brief break before we get to the remaining seven games. I know we've, we've taken it longer today. I mean, this is a longer episode. It's a new year, you know, trying to give you guys more content. And, and again, we only have one more week left. So we really got to delve into these teams, delve into these games to make sure our playoff predictions are, you know, absolutely perfect. So we'll be right back. Thank you all for listening. 
Uh, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. The Niners defeated the Commanders 27 to 10. The Niners have now clinched the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, the remaining questions for the Niners are, you know, what are you going to do next week? CMC obviously had a little bit of a calf issue in the Commanders game. So I am, I was just, I've been texting, I've been saying this to everybody. I'm like, there's a 99% chance that CMC does not play in the Week 18 game. It's just, it's not going to happen, I don't think. Um, it's just not going to happen. There's no way they're going to play him now. The question is, do they play other players? And it's how long do you play them? Because if you have the buy, do you really want to give your players off two weeks that's a lot and if you give them off two weeks you know you're going to be regretting that but then again if you play them and you beat them you might knock the rams down to the seventh seed now the question is do you want the rams to be the seventh seed do you want them to have to play against uh the cowboys or do you think that i mean how do you want to go about this do you care if you're the Niners? I think you have to play your starters at least for the first half. You can't go out there and give them two weeks of rest, but you also don't want to get anyone injured. You want to be healthy. So it's going to be an interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if the Niners, uh, you know, give Sam Darnold a, a, a longer leash or keep Purdy in. I mean, the, the Niners need a little bit of work. But we'll see. Uh, I think we learned that Howell is not the guy. Uh, you know, I've been kind of – I haven't really made a made a statement on Sam Howell this season because I'm not – I'm not here to, you know, completely judge a player off of a, a certain amount. Of, but I think I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I've seen enough from uh, – I've seen enough. You know, and unfortunately for Sam Howell and for the rest of the commander's organization, he is just he's just not he's just not the guy. He doesn't have whatever it means. And this is a game. Obviously, it's a tough game, but again. I'm not impressed with Sam Howell. And I don't think that going forward, he'll be the guy. I think the commanders need to look for a new option next year. End of story. Uh, I think Purdy had a nice bounce back game. He played well. I mean, he's played well a lot this season. He made a lot. He can make plays. He's certainly talented. I think the Niners are, again, the NFC is kind of wild right now. But I think that, uh, again, I think the Niners still have the best roster in the league. And, and I think that they have a lot of potential. And it's going to come down to whether this team can, you know, really live up to the expectations that people have set for them in the playoffs. That's really it. Uh, Ron Rivera should be gone. And, yeah, that's what we've learned. All right. The Jaguars blank the Panthers 26-0. to You know, Bethard gets it done. Listen, he came in. He got the job done. Then The Jaguars' defense are good. Uh you know, listen, I'll say this. Obviously, it's Bryce Young's. It's his rookie year. So, you know, obviously, and he's on a horrible team. 
So we have to keep that in mind. All right. Bryce Young is a rookie and he's on a horrible team. However, there's you know there is serious concerns about whether he can be an NFL quarterback. I mean, I'm going to let him play next year. However, he's got to show up next year. I mean, he cannot put out a performance like this. Obviously, I think the team will be better. I think the team will be better than it was. This year, I think next year the team will be better. But he has not played well this season. He is, I mean, it's not even, it's not even he's played all right. He has not played well at all. It's not even been like, oh, you know, he's had some good, he had one good game this season. And that was against the worst defense in the NFL. So for me, short lease next year, you gotta, you gotta keep an eye on. I'm giving him the starting job, but he is not the foregone, foregone starter next year. Not even a chance. So there is a lot, a lot left on the plate for Bryce Young. I was not impressed by him once again. Um, yeah, just, just not, not impressive. Not, not impressive. Uh, and you know, listen, Jaguars move themselves into a win and in scenario. Great for them. Happy for them. Uh, you know, hopefully Trevor will be back and healthy and can get it done. All right. The Ravens defeated the Dolphins 56 to 19. And we, you know, we, again, we've said this all season and Colin Coward's going to say it today. And I know he's extremely happy for for it to happen, and I'm, to be honest, I'm I'm a little happy for it to happen. The Viking, the Miami Dolphins are frauds. They're just they're not a very good football team. They're just not. I'm sorry, you can't get beat by 37 points in week 17 of the set of the season, and then expect people to say, "Well, you know, hey, Miami's a good team." In what way? In what way? They're not very good defensively. They're all right, but they lost Xavier Howard. They've succumbed to some injuries. I'll give them that. But they're not a very good defensive team. Tua clearly has limitations. And if, you know, it, it feels like some weeks are just not on. So for me, Miami, they might win a playoff game. They might win two. But they're not winning the AFC. Can't see it happening. They're not a very hot team. They're not very good in cold weather. They're going to have to travel at various points this postseason. At some point, they're probably going to have to travel. Uh, they're not guaranteed to be the two seed, though they probably will be. I mean, unless if the Dolphins lose, it doesn't matter. They're the two seed or they're the like the six seed. It, they're one or the other. They they're they're not ever going to be the three seed because if they lose, uh, they are going to be. Yeah, if they lose, I believe they're either the five or the six. Um, because Buffalo will obviously take them over um, for that position. Uh, but it's just they're not serious. Uh, I think Lamar, by the way, cemented his MVP, um, his MVP season with this game, five touchdowns. He's been very good this season. I don't think it's been a particularly strong year for the MVP you know, hopefully when we look back on this, we'll be saying, you know, Lamar won it. It was a very good season. It wasn't an, oh, my God, you know, Lamar Jackson, unbelievable season. He was very, very good. He's been very, very good. 
this is not a harp on Lamar Jackson. He had a perfect passer rating against the Dolphins, all right? He has been great this season, but has it been one of the stronger MVP seasons? Like, compare this to his 2019 season. Like, that season was unbelievable for him. He had, uh, he had more touchdowns than fewer interceptions, and he rushed for 1,000 yards that season, right? 1,200, right? And he, he was just different that season. And that was, by the way, in fewer games. He did in 15 games. This is through 16. Um, you know, again, he's been very, very good, but it's just, for me, it's not one of the better MVP seasons we've seen in the, you know, probably one of the weaker ones in the past 10 years, maybe the weakest. Um, but, you know, I think the Ravens right now are the best team in the NFL. I think they are. Um, they're just, they are. They just, they're good at home. They play good defense. Their offense is dangerous. They they might get Mark Mark Andrews back, especially now that they have the bye. They probably will come the division around. Um, and I think the Dolphins they just have too many injuries. They now go into Week 18, where you know who knows? It could be the two seed. They could be the five seed. It could be the six. Who knows? But now Week 18 has become not necessarily a must win, but it's become. A, you know, it's not a game where you can rest your starters. This is for the AFC East. This is for, you know, a home playoff game or two. Uh, really, for two, actually. You're going to guarantee yourself at least one. And if you win two home playoff games for sure uh, for for the winner of this game, and you also get to play the seven seed instead of having to play uh, against, you know, the, f- the three seed or the four seed. And that, I mean, that, that makes a big difference. I would not want to play uh, – I would much rather play like the Colts or the Texans than I would play the Chiefs, right? I mean, that's that's a huge, huge difference right there. Um, and, and yeah, Ravens locked up the one seed. I don't think anyone in the AFC besides the Browns can beat the Ravens right now, in my opinion. All right, the Steelers defeated the Seahawks 30-23. to very great performance by the Steelers. I mean, I'm, I they continually surprise me this season. Mike Tomlin clinches his 17th consecutive winning season. But the question is, I mean, the Steelers aren't even in the playoffs right now. They're, they're, they could they could finish the season at 10-7 and 7 and miss the playoffs, or that is a path. If Buffalo wins and Jacksonville wins and Indy or the Texans win – and don't tie, obviously. The Steelers and the Steelers win, the Steelers still miss the playoffs. So there is a possibility the Steelers are 10 and 7 and miss the playoffs. Very possible. Um a massive loss. I mean, I thought Seattle would come out and win this game. Listen, this was a huge game for them to win. They would have been in the playoff picture had they won it. Um, you know, they were hosting a very winnable game. They've been one of the, you know underrated disappointing teams this season because I had them. I was like, the Seahawks team looks really good. The way that Gino played, he hasn't been as good this season. They just haven't had that same defensive discipline. Their secondary hasn't been that good and they can't stop the run. They didn't stop the run against the Steelers. The Steelers are one of the worst rushing teams in the NFL. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris looked great. Um, Mason Rudolph, he's getting the job done. Give him credit. Uh, and I think they're going to run with him next week, I would assume. I don't think they're going to go back to Pickett. 
especially because you got a guy in rhythm, got a guy who's winning games. Huge, huge win for the Steelers. They just played a really solid game. They did enough, and the Seahawks just didn't have it in them. All right, the Broncos defeated the Chargers 16-9. to uh, This was basically a this game happened. Sit them, Easton Stick, two guys who are never going to be starters in the NFL uh, for at least long-term periods. I mean, Sit them played all right. Uh, the Broncos are still very bad. Uh, Gerald Everett won Jake Fetterman our fantasy football league, so congratulations to Gerald Everett. Thank you for doing that. Uh, you know, this game really only mattered for draft position uh, circumstances. That's it. I mean, that is literally it. So, yeah. All right, the Chiefs defeated the Bengals 25-17. to 17. Uh, The Chiefs are just – they're not a very serious football team. Kelsey's regressed. Uh, they just haven't looked good. I mean, the Bengals certainly did not have enough of this game. They weren't, they weren't even good. And yet, the Chiefs won by eight points in a very close game. I mean, it took how many Bucker – I think Bucker had six or seven – I think he had five or six field goals in this game. Um. Obviously, Browning is not Burrow. For ever, for everyone saying that, I mean, you obviously this is proof. Now we didn't. I didn't need the proof. You all did, um, and I. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys got the proof that you needed um, for that. But I mean, seriously, like, can we be? Can we honest about the Chiefs? They're just not very good. Their defense is fine. But their offense is really, really bad. Their defense is actually incredible. Their defense, I think, is second or first in the league in terms of points. Uh, I think the Browns may only be better. And yet the Chiefs are 10-6, and and we're like, well, this team just isn't very good. Um, You know, Kelsey's just completely fallen off the map. Mahomes just – he just doesn't look great. He's making bad choices. You know, the Chiefs defense is obviously very good, and they're going to play a home playoff game. But, you know, this is not a, a, a Chiefs team like the past few years. Finally, the Packers defeated the Vikings 33-10. Jordan Love, best game of his career. Goes out there, balls out, four touchdowns, no interceptions, in a must-win game for the Packers. They are now win and in. Uh, you know, obviously I think they have, you know, massive problems. Their offense – is good. They have the receivers are coming along. They have a better running game. They've really improved as the season has gone along. Their defense has been atrocious up until this game. Really, it's been very, very bad. Uh, the Vikings need to re-sign Kirk Cousins. I mean, if they don't get back Kirk Cousins, team is in huge trouble. They've had three quarterbacks a season. They've started three quarterbacks. They've benched three quarterbacks. They started Jaron Hall, and he got benched in the middle of the game in Week 17. They started. Joshua Dobbs, and he got benched after a couple weeks. They started Nick Mullins, and he got benched this past week. So this shows how much they need Kirk Cousins. He is a very talented player. Um, The Packers look good. The Vikings defense, I think, ran out of gas. I mean, seriously, they have been really helping this team these past few weeks. They just ran out of gas, man. Uh, You know, it's been a rough season for the Vikings. Hopefully Kirk is back for them next year and they can bounce back. But, you know, we'll see. Packers are winning in. All right, folks, that's all for today. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. We'll be back for the final week of the regular season next week. Thank you all for listening. Actually, sorry, we'll be back with our preview of that week uh, shortly. Thank you all for listening, and have a great day. The game on the line. One.
shot, who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.